got here. Breakfast with the Jessens. I bet you Season four. Yes, sir. Season four, Breakfast with the Jessens, you know what I'm saying? You got your boy Trez, you know what I'm saying? Trez Don, aka Don Juan. We in a new studio right here. New background, new settings, new artists, you mm -hmm. know? Everybody up here, you know what I'm saying? Turn it up. Bobby Sage in the motherfucking building. Mm -hmm. How you living, sir? How you living? I'm about to sip on some Capricio because I am a spokesperson for them, okay. as you can see by the bottle. Yeah. Um, I think I've hit about like five to six bong rips, so it's like that's why I'm wearing shades. So I'm feeling great. I'm feeling amazing. Sure. Bring the Capriccio more on the camera, you know what I'm saying? Is this a little bit of, you know what I'm saying? Let them know. You know what I'm saying? Bring a little bit more, a little bit more. As your spokesperson, you know what I'm saying? Let them know. There we go. You know, Capriccio is the most finest of finest sangrias out here in the 804 area. You can go ahead and buy any type of flavor you want. You can have a tangerine, you want you can have a rose. But personally, my rose is my personal favorite. Um, but we have the original dark fruit punch up in this bitch right now. Okay. okay that's what's that good kush mixed in with it. So yeah. I was about to say, it is legal now. So let them know what you're smoking on right now. Go ahead. Oh, man, I'm smoking on gelato number 42. And if mm. I had some moon rock with it, I would have had gelato moon rock in this. Moon rock, see, moon rock be good. You ain't lying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Look, any plugs out there, if you don't have moon rock in your shit, I'm not buying your weed. I'm just, I'm just where it's at. <laughs> I'm not buying your weed. That's facts, bro. It's 2022 now. Plugs is updated. Shit's legal now. You can go to the store with your shit. Yes, you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to tell me the exact name of your shit. Uh, the exact name of this, um, if, okay, so dispensaries, if you have any of the Gelato 40, 42 in your stock, please, mm -hmm. please.
politically, I'm not into politics, but I, I am a very logical person. And once that happens logically in politics, then yeah, then boom. Because I mean, Congress, obviously, they're going to want money, money into that shit. At some point in time, government's going to have their hand on it. Like how they low key anonymously, anonymously have their hand on it now. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, they're going to treat this shit like crap, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're going to start, I always just thought they're going to start, you know, once it gets regulated by the government, it's going to start getting, being like cigarettes, they're going to start putting extra shit in that. Yeah, that's what I always worry about, too. That's why, man, always, always I'm stay tapped into your plug, yeah, bro, because. Bro. I'm still buying my shit on the streets. Yeah, bro, because I don't trust that I'm shit. still buying it off the street. Well, not the street, bro. but off the niggas I trust. No, facts. <laughs> facts, man. Fuck yeah, because there's a whole little, it's a little bit different. Yeah, man. But hey, let's go ahead and get into the music real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. What have you been up to, man? So, for people that don't know, the three of us have used to work together. You know what I'm oh. saying? Back in the day. Yeah, I think this is our first episode where we actually do know this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we've had a couple people where we've known before then, but yeah. like, really, like before, like music shit, man. Like. I'm, I've always been intrigued. What got you started into the music shit, man? Because back then, man, like we knew you, like you were, like you were inquisitive on like music shit, man, all the time. But we always had this conversation. Yeah, bro. So what got you into wanting to say, "Fuck it, bro, I'm gonna go ahead and make that shit." So, really, me wanting to indulge into the music scene um, currently now, it was it was really just. It was, it was a mixture of a lot of things, but I have to say the one thing that it was was the intuition, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, the prophetic dreams that I had when I slept, you know, at night, you know, dreams of, of the fucking wolf leading me, you know, showing symbolism there and fucking dreams of a serpent and shit like that. It's like when you start having those types of things in your head go on, you have to think of two things. I'm going fucking crazy. I must have ate something bad, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, I must have watched a bad movie, or hey, something is trying to tell me something about myself. So it's like, um, you know, not to get too deep, but it's like, I've always, I've always enjoyed music, I've always been a consumer of music, listening to it, I've always wondered how the mechanics worked, I've always wanted to know what the experience is like being on stage being able to do and work behind it. Because anybody can say, oh, I want to be a rapper, oh, I want to be a rock star. That's a fact. And don't really realize how much effort is really put into it. Don't really realize how much money is really being put into it. And not really realizing that there are the cons, you know, that also are there, are visible, as well as with the pros of the music scene. Sure. So really, it's it was more so the, the inquisitiveness, the intuition, um, me knowing that I've dibbled and dabbled in a few instruments, you know, just by hearing the notes or actually the only instrument I know, I can literally say I know how to play is the acoustic guitar. Every other instrument you give it to me, I can make a song out of it or a tune out of it, you know? So, um, yeah, it's just, it just start things just started to make sense, you know, taking walks in the parks and just recording off of not my iPhone at the time, but my Android, you know, by the streams and whatnot, not really knowing what to talk about, but I was just talking. Um, started building my craft from then on, from like what? Was it 2022 now? So 
let's say two, yeah, 2017 up until now. I okay. think that's, that's when I started taking it more serious because I've always done songs even at the youngest age of 13, but I, mm -hmm. of course I didn't take it serious because I, I lacked knowledge and nobody was teaching me it and I wasn't learning myself, so I just did the typical shit that I did. Um, up until now, seeing other people such as like Dre Person, um, Una the Uno, um, mm -hmm. OG Will, uh, PhD Kari, Wu uh, De Niro, Corey Job mainly, you know, Von Wave and everybody else, you know, and many others. Like, seeing those people, I said to myself, all right, at this point, when I was, when I was watching, when I was seeing the events through Instagram, through my old Instagram account, um, what I was doing, I was going through an internship for, like, learning about how to make a podcast, learning about uh, theory tech, learning about how to create music, how to be a producer and stuff. I learned that I wasn't good at that. I wasn't, I'm not good at making beats. It's very time, time consuming shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I, I, I applaud <laughs> all on that one, so. no, I applaud At least you tried early and you uh, accepted what you were at. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I might try my hand at it again because I see it as an independent artist that niggas really do emphasize independent when, when they say that, like, yes, I do everything. I create a beat, I create the merchandise, I create this, that, and third. Like, I be like, damn, they don't have any help. Like, <laughs> it's a big deal when you realize exactly how much goes into it. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely. No doubt. So, so it's like really, I'm, I'm really, I really dipped my, dipped my big toe coming out here. Um, you know, January of last year, and really just involving myself with every person in, in the city. Now, I am thinking about like, you know, branching out, expanding, and whatnot. I just need to have a plan before I make a move impulsively for, you know, for us, for us to fuck around and mess up somewhere. Um, but really, to, to, to really end it all, I just, I love music because music was born along with me. That sounds cliche, because it's like, yeah, no, no, no duh, everybody's been born around music, but it's like, it's a certain type of music that you listen to. It's a certain, mm -hmm. certain type of sound that you're influenced by that sparks something in you to do whatever you desire to do. It doesn't even have to be, be involved in the arts. It could, you could have listened to fucking Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears, and that's what made you want to be a fucking fireman. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like shit like that, like certain, it's just, it's just music does something that certain other things in this world cannot do, you know what I mean? That's a fact, man. So, yeah. So, tell me right now then, who did you listen to the most when you were younger? I'm interested in knowing that. Uh, when I was younger, so funny, funny thing is, is that I didn't get into hip hop, you know, or R&B until like eighth grade, right? So the first person that I did come across was uh, most deaf. And then I graduated, graduated Kanye West. My brother introduced me to our graduation and then That's a nice introduction. <laughs> most yeah. deaf. That's a you, you got you, you listen to most deaf first out of any hip hop artist. Matt, uh first album, Black on Both Sides? No, it was actually the New Danger. No, uh, no the second album. No no no, it was this third album. Uh, third album, the joint was uh He's kind of look like he's jumping through a cliff or whatever. Yeah, the ecstasy. Mm -hmm. In 09, when that came out, and I was like, okay, you know. And then I, I remember that came out, and Modern Warfare 3 came out, and my brother <laughs> fucking loved You know what I'm saying? Oh, I like that. <laughs> this is like, yo, like, I, like, from 2009 and on, it was a lot of shit that I can remember, especially 08 and 09. 
you know, being in, I think Jerkin was around that time. Like, yeah. So that shit was going on. Was yeah, like, it really started to kick in. Yeah, you know, that was going on. Skinny jeans and all that shit was going on. Um, was that your, were you in that area? Did you, did you buy the skinny jeans? Did you jerk? Uh, yeah, I was, I was in a jerk. Okay. I mean, yeah. I jerked the same, bro. I, I, yeah. I, I jerked a little. I, I might have had one or two pairs of skinny jeans, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I could have fit the skinny jeans, but I, mean, I was jerking, bro. <laughs> jerking in the baggies, bro. What y'all niggas talking about that? Fight. I was killing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Real shit, though. Yeah, it was just like certain influences, man, that, that just made me want to, you know, get into music. So, well, who do you say is your biggest influence then? Currently or like, like, still? overall? Overall. And who got you that really be like, I gotta really sit down and do this shit? Like, this is the motherfucker that influenced you. Like, you was listening to them the most. You know what I'm saying? So, it honestly, it still is, it's, to this day, it would be most deaf, you know, but honestly, That's it's fine. You know, Kanye. Like, because of the simple fact of that he's still moving with ridicule, humiliation, this, that, and there, and all types of shit. That is surrounding him, but he's not letting it penetrate through his, you know, his personal space, his creative space. He's not letting any type of judgment get at him. He's still, I think I just saw, read an article, Balenciaga and Yeezy Gapper are colliding together. While, while him and Kim Kardashian are, you know, having their little shit going on in the media, making it whatever the fuck it is, kind of mm -hmm. still on his business. So it's like that type of level of focusness, that's dangerous. Yeah. So you feel like you were late to Kanye? Say again? You feel like you were late to Kanye? Well, I am a moon sign Gemini, and he's a, he's a Gemini, so it's like, yeah, when you, so to really make it like, to make it deep, but not out the way deep, um, you ever seen the movie Being John Malkovich? Oh, I've well, heard of it. Heard of I it? think I have seen it. I've seen yeah, a lot yeah. of movies. <laughs> So yeah, John Gray has Tom Hanks and Cameron Diaz and they find a little hole and all of a sudden it takes you to where you are John Malkovich and you're like being him, you can control mm. his thoughts and so on and so forth. So it's like, I can, I sometimes do believe that that is possible to where you are you, like we are us right now, but then we can low-key be somebody else right now or when we go to sleep, you know what I mean, on some avatar shit. Okay. Man, I always have that theory of the sleep, like sleep, because like when I dream, like the shit that be happening to me during dreams, it, it'd be so realistic that it's like, bro, I swear to God, I just went here. Like for me mainly, I have this, this recurring dream of this kind of compound of things in Richmond, but it's all jumbled up and bunched together. So it's like a little city, little like personal city, but it's like things that I know. I go there every single time and different things happen. So it's, it's, it's the craziest thing for me, but yeah, bro. And that, what do they call it, uh, lucid dreaming? Mm -hmm. yeah, but see, I don't know, I'm dreaming. I get in that situation and I feel like it's just a day-to-day -day life, but it's just like, I don't know, I'm dreaming. I'm just in there. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Fucking um, astral project, projection, projecting, excuse me, and lucid dreaming, all that type of stuff. I, yeah, it, it's... It's an exhilarating experience, I'll, I'll say that, and, and it can't be scary as a bitch. No, <laughs> no, <man. laughs> So, let me ask you something. You do some drugs? <laughs> do it depends do. on what kind of drugs you're talking about. 2022. I'll tell you. 
Okay. <laughs> Why you ask like black? <laughs> I, know, I, I hate that sound like that. Alright, anyway. You do a lot of acid? Have I done acid? Um, we experimented with acid. We fucked with it. Yeah, yeah, no, acid is fucking awesome. I'm, I, look, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a connoisseur of it, but I do remember more recently uh, microdosing here and there. You know what I'm saying? I from, I, it made me remember how much I loved acid when I first tried it. So, I'm only bringing it up. Does it ever affect your music any, or how you make music, or anything about your music? Does it affect your artistry any? Or do you use it to manipulate your artistry any? Okay, so when. So, ooh, damn, now you're making me think of all the other shit that I did say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me see. Because, like. Hmm. Because like, I remember I, I, there was. There was a time, there was a little pill addiction going on in high school. You know, Adderall, like, Percocet, <laughs> Xanax. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then, Adderall, like, a little promethazine sipping in English class. I stopped that when a friend of mine was coughing blood in the bathroom. I, you know, I stopped that shit completely. I was like, nope, that won't be me. Um, what else? You was one of the niggas in high school, while. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I mean, I'm always stuck with Mary Jane, but it's just like, you know, a little, something a little spicy here and there, you know what I'm saying? A little, a little excitement here and there, you know. I've um, came across cocaine, you know, sprinkled it in the J, Zublons, as they call them. So, for my guess would be, it sounds like since you got in it such at an early age, that it does actually subconsciously, even if you're not trying to, influence your music. Yeah, I talk about it uh, mainly in my music, in my mm -hmm. earlier, earlier, earlier projects, like from 2018 to 20, yeah, from 2017 to 2018, that's, I mainly talk about my mental health, um, my drug use, um, and, you know, how I was being treated in my adolescent years in the past, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I wouldn't condone drugs for everyone else. It should affect me differently than how it would affect the next person. If I offer a person a tab of acid, they might freak the fuck out and die on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With me, I, when I did it the first time, mind you, I was, I was around a bunch of white people that said the N-word like they were our skin color. They had a bunch of fucking guns, so it was like, if I did stand up and say something, I mean, shit, what, if, what am I going to do? I'd probably get my head blown off, because I'm in West Bubba Fuck, dri tripping off acid. That's what it has to be at, West Bubba Fuck. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm I saying? mean, like, like, we being real, this. <laughs> so, so it's like I had to play my cards right around these folks that are providing me this amazing drug, you know what I mean? Because ever since that, ever since then, you know, it did change my mindset. It changed my perspective. Um, I mean, the doctor talking talking about fucking psychosis and shit, and I, and I don't mind it. I feel comfortable enough, you know, talking about this. I, I don't believe it. I feel like that what it did is that it just did anything to what a, a, a person that has sheath over their eyelids would do. It would just unsheath everything. It would do it to you and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta... Just like how you need to drink responsibly, do drugs responsibly. You know what I mean? Facts. You big, can, that's big facts. Yeah, you can do drugs responsibly. I mean, they fucking serve goddamn heroin at, at the Switzerland just to calm patients down. And, that, and, and them doing that over there is actually bringing down drug abuse. Who the fucking thought it? You know what I mean? So that's shit that people don't 
gets a year off on the news. All he hears COVID, 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 COVID. Cardi B, COVID, 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 COVID. Offset, COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like COVID, <laughs> Joe Biden, COVID, and shit like that. When there's like more important things to talk about. So that's kind of where my album, Public Enemy, Take Volume Two, really just, you know, he was waiting for that. <laughs> no, really. He was like, yes. Speaking of Public Enemy Volume Two. <laughs> We was listening to that joint before we came over here. Yeah, man. Um, talk about that real quick. Real quick, guys, we got like like 15, 20 minutes left, so gotta make that. You know what I'm saying? Talking about that pivotal. Like, but where did that come from? The influences, the origins of that, you know what I'm saying? Where was your mindset when you started that? Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Uh so when I first did Public Enemy Tape Volume 1, I was doing it for like shits and giggles. But the content that I had was very like aggressive, political-like, and pretty much me being boastful at the same time um, as a black person because I feel like I deserve that. Uh, so Public Enemy Tape Volume 2, when AG804 had came across uh, Volume 1, he, had to, he, he and I then started speaking about Volume 2. Uh, and it's been in like months and months and months in planning, setting up studio time talking to the right people to get features and whatnot, such as Great Person, Wrong Wave, um, PGB Renegade, uh, King Meek, you know, you know what I'm saying? All those sure. folks, I had, to, I had to correlate them. It's actually, I want to say there might be a 2.5 because uh, in a song called COVID Vaccine, there's supposed to be uh, two other features on there by Corey Ja and Power Zay, um, but they didn't get a chance to get on there. So in order for them to be redeemed, you know what I'm saying? That 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 might be in the works. So just putting that putting that in the air. Um, but coming, you know, putting it all together, the sounds and everything, um, that was all AG. Uh, he pretty much gave me like samples of salt, uh, samples of sounds from like video games from like the 80s and 90s, and I'd be like, okay, that sound, that sound, I want that in the beat. Go to the, go to the engineer, you know, do do the work. Shout out to Jesse Saturn, and then you know he he does his thing with making it clear, making it, you know, making the sound crystal clear. So one does one does the sound, one does the samples. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that's how it was going. And it, it, it came out perfectly fucking, you know, the way I wanted it to be. Me being a perfectionist is like, yeah, yeah, it's not good, yeah, you know. But it's just like how 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 much are you gonna tweak to it to when people be like, alright, you kinda did too much with fixing it when you just need to let certain shit be. So it's like listening to it for like, what? I think, yes, five or six months mm -hmm. in creating this. Yeah, you know, there were like artistic differences about it, but at, you know, at the end of the day, this is the project that I wanted to put out, not just for a profit or any type of streams or any shit like that. There's messages in each and every one of the songs that I'm talking about. What's your favorite song on the album? Um, Damn, that's a fucking tough ass question. Uh, yeah, you, you was know. going hard on his songs, but we was listening to that. You was going hard as hell, <laughs> and I think and I think I be going hard. But like <laughs> vocal wise, like I feel like you probably had a headache after recording this shit. I do. You don't know how many times how high I was during all this. <laughs> just so I can just you know control control it and everything. I did get lightheaded after some tracks. Yeah. I but um, my favorite song from it really is COVID Vaccine. The only reason why is because I made a reference to 
Jim Morrison, the lead singer of The Doors, you know, like we in the slaughterhouse, 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 not to touch the earth, not to see the sun. That part right there, you know, comes comes from one of his songs, literally called Not to Touch the Earth. You know? sure. So shout out to Jim Morrison, shout out to the Lizard King, may he rest in peace. Um, but I love that song because it's like when 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 you when it starts off, you know, we in the slaughterhouse, 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 and I'm looking at the goat right here, I'm thinking of, you know, I'm thinking of many things. The the sheep, okay, you got the goats, you got the sheep, you got people lined up going to the butcher house, the voting system, to pick whichever butcher, you know, does the deed, you know, things like that. That's just that's just my imagination. But other people can can perceive it how they want to perceive it, but that's really how it's supposed to be perceived. But yeah, I, I love that song. And it's like, it's kind of ironic. COVID vaccine is a one shot song. It's like literally the shortest song out of every one of them. So I kind of find it funny. For so, sure. Yeah, that's my favorite song. A couple of other ones, but that's my most favorite. That's a bet. All right, well, let's kind of wrap this up. Yeah, Gotta get into our Orbit City Jams. Episode you know done. But. This is amazing, Bobby. We appreciate you. Great interview. Great interview. That we might have to have you come back in a little bit too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You got a lot to say. A lot to say, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Your yeah. voice is very really important, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, man. You no know what problem. I'm saying? No problem. Which is season four, episode one? Season, yep, season four, episode one. Breakfast with the Jetsons. You know what I'm saying? Your boy Trez out this bitch. Don Don Juan. Yes, sir. Bobby Sage. Thank you, man. We out.